0: Welcome back, people. It's episode 22. Twenty-two season two 22s. on the Taxi Squad podcast. We
1: are back. It's 23, actually. <laughs> Whatever. Sorry,
0: I, fucked I fucked it up. Whatever, <laughs> Vince. I got excited about the 22s. <laughs> we are back, people. We are back. Vinny, how you feeling, man?
1: Dude, I feel good. We just uh, you know, just wrapped up talking to Norman Nate for a bit. So um you guys have already probably listened to this if you're popping on or listen to that if you're popping on right now but god that guy's an electric factory
0: he is an electric factory we are blessed to have him he is our i love you nate aficionado we love you nathan i mean what will we do without you i don't know where we fit in to even try and speak i don't know but I mean, we're gonna
1: learn we're gonna learn we're gonna figure our guy out. loves venables and that's all that matters
0: <laughs> he loves brent venables and he gets all sorts of jacked up for brent venables just ask him just ask him. We're going to make him. I don't a even know if you life.
1: have to. If you listen to the last one, you already know.
0: And if you don't know, now nah, you, you know. know. <laughs> so, I mean, Vince, this is the first week back where I'm a committed human. And, and I am sticking to my lady for the rest. Wow. Of,
1: the you made it a whole week, bud.
0: Of, I made it a whole week. And, <laughs> and so did we. And we got through Memorial Day. And we still love each other a lot she's got a big, pretty ring on her finger, and it's fucking awesome,
1: man. And it was worth all the money. How was your Memorial Day, Mike?
0: It was awesome, dude. I drank a lot. I drank a lot. Me too. I just had a good time. I just had a good time. I, I swam in swimming pools. Drank. drank and I, I just had a good time. I had a good time. I, I kind of went down memory lane a little bit, you know? I uh, had a bonfire for the first Ooh. time in a long time. And when's the last time you had a bonfire?
1: And like, dude, it's been literally years since I've had a bonfire. I'm not gonna lie, I need one though. Dude, we had
0: a bon. We'll do. We did it at one of my best friend's houses, his parents' houses, by the way. So like, oh. super nostalgic. Yep. Because like, we grew up around these parts, so it's like we went back and we had fires. We smoked cigars. I mean, we. It was awesome. It was That's awesome. Beautiful. So, great weekend. Then I was swimming the rest of the weekend, Sunday, Monday. It was, it was great, man. How about you? Anything, man?
1: It was great. Uh, I drank Jameson with my brother and my other brother and you know, that's going to go. So woke up on Sunday with a pretty brutal hangover, Yeah, Um, but that's okay. Um, on Monday though, I hit my first, uh, I hit the links for the first time this, this year. And I played like, I played like shit. (laughs) It was fun. I mean, I drank a lot of high noon, so that's a plus, but, uh, Yeah, no, I didn't. I shot over 100 for sure, um, and it is what it is. But (laughs) I will go back plenty of times this year to try to redeem myself.
0: You know, I can play nine holes, I find. And and then after nine holes, I'm useless. Um, I'm not very good. I have this baseball swing I can't get. I was going to say, you can hit
1: nukes, though, right?
0: I can hit irons really well, surprisingly. I I crush irons, and then like the rest, like I can't hit a driver to save my life. Hmm. I can hit hybrids pretty well. You know, a lot yeah, of me former, too. Right, a lot of former baseball guys crush their driver. I'm not that that way. I don't know why.
1: Do you but slice I, it?
0: Uh, my driver, yeah. Oh, one hard slice.
1: Yeah, it's like that's I, the baseball swing.
0: <laughs> I am like a hard slice of a baseball player, 100. percent. Well, it didn't matter. It didn't matter if I if I you know got half of the barrel. It wasn't about hitting it straight. It was about spraying spraying all over the outfield. You know what yep. I'm saying? It's not how How golf works. (laughs) You don't turn
1: on it. You go into it.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's something I need to learn. And in my case, maybe with my slice, I do need to turn into it a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. But at the end of the day, golf is the most it's just the most frustrating game that has ever existed. I I love Um, it. Yeah. If you love it, you may be a semi psychopath. But that's me. At the end of the day, um, you know, good for you um that i'm happy you had a (laughs) lot of fun (laughs) (laughs) thanks good for me (laughs) it's like the one-up guy oh yeah oh you oh you hit a oh you hit a 93 oh i had a 90 oh good good for you (laughs) i i remember my first 93 i think it was like mm, 2000 and 2002 yeah, I was, I was I was
1: seven and I hit one. So. <laughs> yeah, I hit a
0: ninety three at seven. You know, that's my dad. It was fucking crazy. It was like this kid's the next Tiger Woods. Hey,
1: I believed I mean,
0: it. He believed it. Let's get um. It. You know, go ahead, go ahead.
1: I was gonna go say there's there was something strange and unusual. I think we're going in the same place. There was something strange and unusual that happened this year. What happened? Or this, this? week?
0: What
1: happened? Tom, we do second week in a row. We get another bitch slap. Tommy fam, Tommy fam, bitch slaps Jock Peterson for picking up on waivers in their fantasy football league.
0: <laughs> fantasy football ended months ago. What the fuck is he talking about?
1: I, they haven't seen each other. So Tommy fam was on the Padres last year. He's on the Reds this year. So it was a Reds-Giants matchup. They, it got postponed like 30 minutes, or something like that. They were talking out in the outfield, and then you just see a nice good swing, solid contact, all open hand, just slapped to the face. Um, to give some backstory here. So Jock Peterson, Tommy fan are in the same fantasy football league. I don't know how much they put on it, but it had to be a lot because, uh, Tommy Fan claimed Jock Peterson messed with his money. Um, he said that Jock Peterson kept like was keeping players on IR basically and backloading them on the waivers. Um, and then he also shared a gif of the Padres that showed some disrespect towards Tommy fam which made him slap him. And the question in my head is how much money could they possibly have put down where a career MLB guy acts like that at their job about fantasy football? I don't get it. Yeah.
0: I, I don't know if I believe that. I don't know if I believe this whole narrative that it was about fantasy footballs. I mean, don't get me wrong. I well, they showed fantasy. the text.
1: There was texts. Mm, I
0: don't know, man. I don't know if I believe it. I think somebody was doing something with somebody else's girlfriend or somebody else's side piece or something. That's not
1: slap worthy, though. That's a big punch.
0: I mean, who's to say? Who's to what say? What would Will Smith again? do? <laughs> <laughs> or what would Rick James do? You know what right. I'm saying? I mean, somebody well, had to do. go after that. Right? I mean, what are the five fingers say to this? Say the face. Slap. Right? So... I don't know if necessarily it's about the fantasy footballs. If it is, they must be putting some big money. Well, that's what I'm saying.
1: Like, what do they, what do they put down? Like five, 10 grand, like pot take home is like a hundred thousand. But how much is Tommy Pham made in his fucking career where that's a big deal?
0: Well, he also had some other comments that he stated like, oh, I'm a high roller in Vegas and like, blah, blah, blah. And don't fuck around with my money. And. It's like, uh, well,
1: right. But fuck you. It's fantasy football. Like it's never that serious.
0: No, it isn't. And then the guys who take it too seriously, usually get kicked out of the league. We had a situation that happened this season with that and I'm not even going to go into it, but nine times out of 10, you're out. Yeah. You're out. Okay. Don't send people shitty trades. And then expect them to agree. And if they don't agree, you're going to hit them up and give them the business. I mean, yeah, you text silly. them
1: like five minutes later, like it's even dude. like I offered you two of my worst guys and I should be able to get Tyreek Hill from you. And you're like, Shut the fuck up.
0: I offered <laughs> you a backup running back and Matthew Stafford for Joe Burrow. I'm
1: like, I don't understand why I oh, won't take uh, it. <laughs>
0: no, how about no, even though I had a trash year this year. Um, but I mean, same, and, it's, it's ebbs, <laughs> ebbs and flows, Vince, you know, I mean, it's ebbs and flows and, and we're not necessarily the fantasy football guys that some people would expect us to be, but we try.
1: Hey man, and, I win in my other league. I don't know what happened in that the, one. I don't know what happened in yours. The, All I'm going to say mean, is. Tommy Fam made over 24 mil in his career, so if he's getting freaked out about 100 grand, like he had a signing bonus that was 325. That's grand. why
0: it's difficult to believe that this is about fantasy football. I just—it seems it.
1: believable to me, at least. You know,
0: maybe, maybe it was a high stakes poker game that they get, that these guys play like low key under the radar. That's not necessarily allowed because if you're in California, which they both are, maybe it's like you know.
1: Well, not upon. Fam anymore. Pham's on the Reds. Oh, but at the time, the at the time oh. he was on the Padre, so yeah. Oh, oh,
0: well, maybe there's like some bad blood here due to something like that. Maybe, maybe he got greased. Who knows? I don't Also, know. mind
1: you, he was getting paid nine mil last year <laughs> during that dude, time.
0: Dude, If someone's willing <laughs> to pay me nine million dollars to do anything, I'm in. I mean, I'm in.
1: I'll quit. Not bourbon. anything, but most things.
0: I'll quit bourbon for nine million a year. Yeah, i fucking do that in a heartbeat. And I, and I fucking love bourbon. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean. I mean, who doesn't love the burp? but I mean, I people, am, but a... I love it. <laughs> well, no, I like, I mean, you go and you, and you do, I mean, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. So what I will say is this, I think there's something bigger here that we're not seeing.
1: Yeah. I think you might, you could be right. I mean, I didn't even think about that honestly, but my overall thought is we need to stop fucking slapping each other in the face. Like if you're going to do it, just punch oh. somebody like what's going yeah. on.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, a slap is very disrespectful. Once again, it might be Murphy worse than say, a punch. As Charlie Murphy would say, uh, I'd much rather get punched in the face than slapped in the face. You got right. slapped in the face. That's a sign of disrespect. After that, they someone challenged you to a duel. whap, whap I challenge you to a duel.
1: <laughs> That's basically I mean, what it is, though. Just stop slapping grown men in the face. What's going
0: on? <laughs> I mean, he Charlie Murphy kicked. He kicked Rick James in the chest. Yeah. Rick James I mean, got kicked. Charlie Murphy, I'm bleeding in my chest.
1: <laughs> I mean, he, I mean he, he he took it out of the urban book of kicks. <laughs> I mean, I know what happened before that, but goddamn. No,
0: it's so true. It's so true. I, I, I just feel as if something happened here. Somebody, it wasn't about the money. It had to be about a chick. It had to be about something. Who knows? Who knows? You know, maybe it's like that whole story that came out about Russell Wilson and uh, the guy that, Oh, what was his name? Oh, man. What, Future? No, no, not Future. Who was the guy before that? Russell Wilson, he got did dirty by a teammate. What was his – what was that? Ooh, I remember that. I have Golden Tate. Golden Tate banged Russell Wilson's (laughs) college wife. (laughs) Basically. And yeah, then, the
1: girl with the fucking big fucking mouth when she got drafted, oh, when dude. he got
0: drafted. <laughs> oh dude. Yeah. She needed some, she definitely needed some orthodontics. Yes. She needed them. Anyway. uh What I will say is this. Um Golden Tate decided it was a good idea to do that. And as golden Tate, I don't know why you do that, but whatever. And then if anybody remembers, golden Tate was like abruptly traded. It was like, why are they trading golden Tate? To, to the fucking Lions? Detroit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And It's like, well, the Lions wanted him, and they were like, "You trade him for a bag of footballs," and then it Russell comes Wilson's out that like, he
1: gave Russell Wilson's girl the the diddly do. <laughs> the diddly
0: do is right. The diddly do is right. What I will say is that maybe it was something along those lines. Maybe they, these both of these guys aren't necessarily married. You know, who knows? I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot on the table. A Lot on the table.
1: Could be so speculation. I don't think it's key. not
0: a fantasy football league, none, nonetheless. Vince, if I if I hole off and slap you in the face, and then after that, I give an interview like, oh, he was fucking with my money.
1: They both did, though. That was a thing. Like, what are they both, laughing, of the, both of them? Was it funny? No, it wasn't funny. Didn't seem like it. Jock Peterson was just like, whatever, this is what it is. And then Tommy Fam's just like, just, just took my money. It's like, it's, it's fantasy football, brother. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> mm
0: don't mess with another man's fantasy football money, I guess. Yes. I, <laughs> I, dude, I, I, I just, I can't believe that. I can't believe it. I, I just can't. I don't it's an know.
1: insane proposition, but I don't know. For some reason i I still believe it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. In my opinion, I believe this had to be something bigger than that.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: That'd be something a lot bigger. Who knows? But Who knows? In other news, Vince, the Warriors won. Yeah, I mean, it was. N- I mean, I no. Mean, nah. <laughs> I mean, who would have thunk it?
1: Yeah, I think like uh, I might be remembering incorrectly, but I think our last episode, it was it was 3-1. I mean, we were like, what's going to happen? And then we were both like, it's over. <laughs> like it, it was. Uh, it was obvious The I mean, the Mavericks didn't have the firepower and the Warriors did. It was like we're in a situation now where it's like rest versus Russ because the Warriors won so goddamn long ago. But I don't know. It was just like men amongst boys. It was cool that the Mavs made it there in the first place, but they had glaring needs that the Warriors just took over. What I thought was funny, and they do this a lot kind of, is I thought they were going to sweep them straight up. And then there's always this one game where they were like, all right, you guys take this. We're going to rest this one out. We'll get you in the next one. And they did exactly that. It was like they decided to just lose one game because they were like, whatever. We'll chill. No one go that hard. Let's rest it up and then just beat them in game five, which they did handedly.
0: Well, in my opinion, it was over before it even started. And I brought up the fact that uh, maybe maybe it's safe to say that the Suns would have been far better competition to the Warriors than anything the Mavericks could have.
1: been. I don't know if they would have, man. We said this last week, but like no, they
0: would have. They would have. But like what
1: the have. fuck was that, though?
0: They would have. I'm telling you right now. No, but
1: like, why did, how did they lose by so much? They just like gave up.
0: I'm telling you right now, that game was an anomaly. I feel as if there was a falling out internally. Um, In my eyes, dude, I don't know. Golden State's Golden State. How are you going to argue with this? I I just, I just feel as if the Phoenix Suns would have been far better competition to the Warriors at that
1: time. If they were at full brass, then yeah. It was just like... (laughs) I don't know. I don't think any of them were going to beat the Warriors. I... I don't think anybody in the West was going to, if you really think about it, like I've been kind of thinking about their whole path to get there. Like Denver regular season team, one MVP. It is what it is. The Grizzlies Dude, were Denver
0: fucked. sucks. Denver sucks. Grizzlies were, were hurt. No John ja Morant. John ja Morant yep. maybe being involved is a different story. Yeah. But then again, I mean,
1: Utah, I, I, Utah threw it away. Like it, the West was kind of Utah, was funny.
0: Utah is over. I mean, Rudy we Gobert knew that was needs happen. to go to Chicago. Rudy Gobert <laughs> needs to sign with Chicago.
1: Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. We have we have one guy we need to sign first. So, oh yeah,
0: know. thank the Lord for Zach Levine.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I gotta be a hater. I love Zach Levine. He's all right. Well, they're saying maybe he'll go to Dallas, and I'm like, all right, calm down with all that. <laughs> well, you don't
0: know. I mean, you don't know. He very well could go to Dallas because Mark Cuban pay, overpays people, and you know, you got Luca there. That would be a nice one and one A. I mean.
1: He's getting a max here. That's what's happening. You got to um, run me the
0: max. But
1: I Continue. will say um, it is cool to see the Warriors kind of come back up. And we'll talk about this in a moment too. But storyline-wise, like coming back, Clay coming back after two years, um, it's kind of insane. Like the If you look up the statistics of how the Warriors play in the playoffs, like the last two years they weren't in it. But before that, they were just completely unstoppable. I think there's something like 16-0 or something like that in – in series that aren't the finals like something insane they always go to the finals if they're in the playoffs and that's kind of the same way that's happening here so I know it's cool um the one thing I will say is Steph's never won a finals MVP which is crazy because obviously you should have had one already at this point but he's never won one so I mean the thing I guess we can root for if the Warriors are going to win this series is just getting Steph one of those finals MVPs because he I mean at this point he fucking deserves it let's be honest
0: Uh oh (laughs) When you bring in the likes of KD, when you bring in the likes of you know, Clay. Andre
1: Iguadala? come on.
0: <laughs> hey, Starbeam pointed towards the earth. <laughs> Who were you? Paying?
1: I'm taking Iguodala. <laughs> LeBron
0: James, Steph. I'm taking Iguodala. Iguodala.
1: Oh, Max Kellerman. Shut up, god. Max Kellerman. What a Not smart a man. God. Not a god. <laughs> Not a god
0: at all. Oh
1: I mean, man.
0: Just stick to boxing, Max. That's the only thing I've got to say. Now Stephen A. Smith is on first take, like talking like, a Holy bunch of like shit. It's bad. It's really okay. bad. Can we just have a sidebar s- how bad first take is minus Molly
1: Kierum? Yeah, it's true. She's a queen. But um hey. Beside so- yeah, no, first take's an atrocious program, in my opinion. It's horrible. It to used listen to it. be
0: good. It used to be good. I feel it's- like Sk- Skip should just come back for like a month.
1: Well, <laughs> We can't do this again. (laughs) Skip and Shannon are electric together. (laughs) And also they're both getting paid like, like together. I think Skip's getting like eight mil. Shannon's getting like four mil right now. So they're getting hella paid. Like I think Stephen A. Smith's getting somewhere around six or so,
0: which is crazy. you look at
1: a man like LeBron James, Skip, you're going (laughs) to sit here and tell me that that's not what it's going (laughs) to. LeBron James. (laughs) (laughs) Why does he fucking yell like that? I don't know. I, and the when you brought this up, this is the first thing I thought, too. So, like, obviously the TNT post game, it's over for the year, which, by the way, Charles Barkley is an electric factory, and that shit is so funny. Terrible.
0: Terrible. There's, terrible.
1: I was watching, so there was, like, this Twitter thread of all, of like, the crazy-ass things he says. I was doing that for, like, an hour and a half, just cackling to myself. Charles Barkley's hilarious. And then you go and, like, I think, ga- yeah, Game 7 was on ESPN. And the first thing I see is fucking Stephen A. Smith sitting there screaming about some bullshit. Everything they talked about before Game 7, deciding factor to go to the finals, they were talking about LeBron James's future, what's going to happen around the league, all this shit. Nothing to do with the game at all. And I was like, this is the most ESPN bullshit I've ever seen in my life where they're just like pushing storylines that they want to about the guys that they like. Instead of talking about the fact that you're in a situation where there's a Game 7 and one of these teams is going to the finals, you should talk about that. 30 minutes before tip-off. That's crazy to me.
0: Eh, not necessarily, because I feel as if everybody knew that after watching the series with Miami and Boston, it was kind of a done deal. Um, no way. What do you mean? The well, game just happened? Yeah, listen, I understand. Wrong. It was, Incorrect. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen, Linda. I understand that, you know, okay, Tyler Hero being out very hurts. Bam out of bio. He did not play, play that up. last game, but he didn't play up to his potential. No. Okay. He There's wasn't, a reason he, wasn't, he ripped he his wasn't jersey tired, in though. half because he knew he sucked. Mm-hmm. And then, okay. Jimmy B is playing hurt. Got sore knees is just not the guy he used to be too many minutes.
1: Um, He played the entire game.
0: <laughs> I know he did, but we're boss. Well, that's what I'm saying.
1: He played the entire game. He was gassed.
0: Kyle Lowry. I mean, he's not big ass. He, yeah, Hella he, ass. I mean, Kyle Lowry great. has the most
1: ass in the NBA.
0: <laughs> that's great. He's got a big ass, but that doesn't. No, I'm just serious. saying in general, you, you might, got to
1: appreciate the thickness. You might be see the
0: Kim K of the NBA, but that <laughs> he doesn't is. mean you're necessarily going to go to a finals. You know what My I'm guy's not?
1: tossing just, cheek all the way around. No, realistic. you could tell for sure he was he was tired for sure.
0: Listen, they're old. They need an infusion of youth. Jimmy B is going to get knee surgery this offseason. Everybody kind of felt as if that the Celtics were going to win the series from the jump. We, even I don't think so. I disagree with we, you on that entirely. We even called it from the beginning, Vince. Yeah, but I don't think it was. We're cut. always right, but I mean we're close. And at the end of the day, we knew that this was going to go in this direction ultimately.
1: I watched every minute of that game seven, and. At the beginning of the game, it was I thought it was going to be another blowout because we talked about it last week, but this this whole series specifically in a lot of these playoffs were all blowouts. That's all it was. Um, but there was a few things that happened that twisted the whole thing. So, like, yeah, Boston was up considerably for most of the game. It was right around the th- end of the third, beginning of the fourth quarter, basically until you get into, like, three minutes left of game time where the Heat kind of started coming back. And at that point for some reason, and this cannot happen in the finals, Marcus Smart started bricking shots. He was walking up, taking, like, ridiculous three-point attempts. Brick, brick, brick. I think he had five in a row. That basically mounted the entire Miami Heat comeback. Um, honestly, dude, like, there was a couple plays there. Like, for instance, I don't know if you watch this. I watched every goddamn minute of it, but Max the DePaul legend. Shout out to him. Love that guy. Um, he had a three-pointer. That initially counted They're like, all right, cool. He had a three pointer. They went back and reviewed it because they thought he was it might have been a two pointer. And then after that, and I think this is an overall thing because I want your opinion on this. After they decided that it was a three pointer, they also decided that he was out of bounds, which is kind of crazy. And like, I know baseball doesn't work this way. You review what you were reviewing. NFL is the same way. You review what you're reviewing. They went from maybe it was a two pointer to he was so far behind the line that he might have been out of bounds, and they called no, it and took those I, points away from him. I saw That's kind of crazy.
0: I saw the video. He was not out of bounds. His I agree. Feet hit like the back of his. He heel was hovering. Was hovering out of bounds, but he mm-hmm. ain't out of bounds. There needs to be a review change. A hundred percent. I feel as if that there needs to be some sort of guideline here. Not necessarily a fouls and this or that. No, let's have a true challenge and coaches should have challenge.
1: They do have coaches challenges, but that was reviewed after. And my thought too is like, that was reviewed after the case. Can they just wait four minutes and then just make a decision and take points off the board? That seems kind of ridiculous.
0: Yeah, that's pretty dumb. It is. I I, I think (laughs) that's very dumb. I mean, taking points off the board, it's stupid. I mean, in my opinion, don't you want scoring, A, and then B, you look at the video, his feet aren't out of bounds. I mean, they're not touching out of bounds. You look And the at, thing I is, mean, is
1: they were arguing that it was a two-pointer. And how are you even close to that line if you're going to be out of bounds? It's insane yeah. that they even reviewed it in the first place.
0: I mean, Vince, we can go down a rabbit hole. I mean, right now, I mean, we really They yeah, don't have... ask me
1: about officiating. Fuck officiating I and mean, every league.
0: <laughs> dude, every league. It's it, it makes you believe that is it necessarily NBA something... rigged? Hey, the Lakers couldn't side Chris Paul.
1: Well, that was we know what happened there. <laughs> what happened? Dave, David Stern's like, nah, bitch, because he he was like, uh, what was he? Partial owner of the Hornets or something at that point or the league owned the Hornets at the time. And he was ho- I don't I don't even know if they, he didn't want him to go to the Lakers specifically or whatever, maybe, but he was kind of just trying to promote parody in the league. So why he went to the Clippers, I guess. But it all, I don't know, none of it really matches up because, like, you know, fucking Steve Nash was there and shit. It, that was wild. But you knew that was David Serger saying, no, it's not going to happen, which that is NBA rigged. But I'm talking more so like Scott Foster takes the floor and you know some bullshit's going to happen. And he's going he's gonna to officiate at least one game in the NBA Finals this year. So <laughs> we're about to see that. <laughs> I mean,
0: the NBA has been known for collusion. Known.
1: I think that's everywhere, though. No, isn't it? In every sport. Mm,
0: more so the NBA. I mean, is any other league been accused or popped for finding referees that were in with bookies and shit like that?
1: That's true, actually. Just specific to to refereeing. That is. I was no. Just about, like, player How about no? I'm just
0: saying.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, yeah, I think you're I think you're overall right on. And I'm and, just saying, I, I mean, it, go ahead. It's just, just bring it back around. It's just insane that they can fucking review that and take points off the board just because it's not a two-pointer. And then they automatically say that it's not a shot. And granted, it was a four-point lead by the end of the game because of free throws, but that was the difference. Jimmy Butler doesn't need to shoot that three-pointer if Max Struces counts. So It would be up one at the time.
0: Let let me understand this. He he shot the shot, made the shot, right? And then four minutes after the fact, they took it out?
1: It was it was something like two minutes, somewhere around there. But they announced, it like, oh, they took Max Strews' points off the board because he was out of bounds. And it's like, what the fuck? And then they went back, and I heard about it after the game because I was like, that seemed weird that they can pull it out two minutes later. And then after the game, like, yeah, they were reviewing if it was a two- or a three-pointer, and they realized he was out of bounds, which he wasn't. So they changed the rules based on something that they thought they saw but wasn't actually true.
0: So you're not going to have, like, a full review?
1: Right. That's the thing. It kind of just happened during the play, and then everybody's like, "What the fuck?" And then so
0: they pass it off like no big deal, like oh,
1: basically, oh that didn't count. All right, move on. That's basically what it was. What? It was crazy? It was crazy.
0: Whoa, that's not cool. No, no, no. That, they don't see, get it. Like that's where the NFL, like okay, like questionable plays within the last two minutes of the game are reviewed. And I understand that in the NBA, the last two minutes of the game are an hour and a half. But yeah. It's it's still one of these situations where you need to have more defined rules as you're looking at this.
1: Yeah, it seemed really it didn't seem cut and dry at all. Um, And the thing with that, too, is like if they make a call on the on the field, like in the MLB or in the NBA like that or the MLB or Jesus NFL or MLB, it's the same thing where they make a call on the field. And if it's not convincing enough that it actually happened, then they keep the call on the field. Which is not what happened here because it was not convincing that he was out of bounds in the first place, and they just c- called it.
0: Yeah, that's some bullshit. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. This, but this and like I'm that saying, that
1: was sense. that was the difference. So like really, like if he made that, obviously the situation in the game changes, and it could have went either way. But as far as points, just flat points that were on the board, that could have been the difference, and the Heat would be in the finals right now if that was the case. Hmm. So who knows? A um, couple more things. I don't know if you saw that last play of the game where uh, Jimmy Butler pulled up and went for that three-pointer. First off, a I lot did of people. Not. I did not. Yeah, for the record. it was It was the end of the game. He pulls up for the three-pointer to try to take the lead. They were down two. So he runs up, takes a three to shoot it. My first thought was, you're down two. Why the fuck wouldn't you go for a foul or a two-point shot? And then I went big brain on it, and I was like, Jimmy Baller's played 48 minutes this game. <laughs> the rest of the team he's is to injured. Ice this fucking game. That's what I'm saying. The rest of the team's injured. They're tired. The Celtics are a younger team. Ideally, he's thinking, if we go to overtime, we're fucked because none of us can do this right now. We're all gassed. Um, so he he went and shot it. Yeah, he missed it. It is what it is. Um, but, yeah, I, I agree with it. And also, you think, you think if he drops that three, given how, like, mediocrity is at three pointers. If he drops that three, it's like, that goes down to nymph me. That's badass yeah, for That's Jimmy's Kawhi like Leonard a, shit. Well,
0: Jimmy's never been a three shooter. Jimmy is right. a grinder. He's a guy who plays great defense. He can yep. shoot well at the elbow. He can drive. Now he can, do now all he
1: can drive really well, right? Oh,
0: yeah. So, I mean, that's always been his game. I've been a huge Jimmy proponent from day one. I mean, I'm his biggest fan. I thought the Bulls should have never, ever, yeah. gotten rid of him I feel I feel as if they should have built around is that game. why you
1: hate Levine
0: <laughs> I just dislike the entire management style of the Chicago Bulls past 2012 I yeah. hate it I hate hey, it. Hey, it's changing
1: it around a bit now though at least
0: it sucks it all sucks and, and that's a whole other story for an entirely different day but Jimmy G you had a guy who was an A1 player that you could have built around and you decided to trade him for Zach Levine I I don't I don't get that, because Zach Levine isn't Jimmy Butler, and there's a reason Jimmy Butler is in finals and finals. I like, I just, I could go into that, but the culture isn't the same, I guess, in Chicago anymore as it is in Miami. Miami is a he culture something. Play play defense, work hard, do your job, sort of mentality. And Mm -hmm. Chicago's gotten soft, so I don't know. To me, this is something where. Jimmy G's gonna get off season surgery. They need to bring in some talent around him that's young and that yeah. is sustainable. And if they can do that, then they'll be fine. Maybe Kyrie decides he's gonna go play for the Heat. That would be a great decision, I think, on the Heat side. But yeah, you know, Kyrie, you got Jimmy. <laughs> well, no, Kyrie's too much of a diva, so Yeah.
1: But then But again, even so, I mean, there's gonna be guys available. And like I heard it earlier, so this is kind of like taking over in other content. But like you know, bring ba- Bradley Beal there or you bring a guy that's available, not Zach Levine because he's going to want to max. But even so, like you trade for a guy kind of like that, kind of like a bad Bradley Beal type. That's a good spot there because you got Bam. You got Jimmy there. Kyle Lowry's not what he used to be. That's very obvious. Like hero could be a trade piece for a guy like that if they want to get rid of him like that. They're so. not
0: getting rid of hero. Hero's he played six valuable. man
1: all year, though.
0: Well, he's. Too valuable of a six man to get rid of. Period. He's
1: pure. He's time. almost purely a scorer. I mean, he he can make plays, but he's he scores. Well, sure. A lot. You need that though. And on a championship team, you need that
0: sort of versatility. Yeah. I mean, you, you you do. You need the versatility there. I mean, that's that's his job. So I I feel as if that moving forward, this is something to look at where the Heat even if they played Golden State in this upcoming series, would they even be competitive?
1: Uh, They might have swept them. (laughs) Yeah, like
0: legit. And, and, And to kind of lead into this now, is it just one of these situations now where you look at this and you go, well, maybe the Celtics are the best team to play against Golden State. Maybe this is the best matchup that the Warriors could receive because the Warriors have been there. They've done it. They've done all this. But then again, they have size. They have all of these things that match up well against the Warriors.
1: Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, like I, I said it even here, like the best team won that series. There's no doubt sure. about it. Like I agree. overall game. um, I mean, Marcus Martin was fucking ruined it for him. But like overall game, best team won. I mean, if you look at the path and I know a lot of people are kind of hating on this too, but if you look at the path to the finals that the Celtics took versus the Warriors, the Celtics kind of had the gambit. Like <clears throat> they swept the Nets. Like, granted, the Nets were the Nets. We saw how it was. They swept a team with KD and Kyrie, and that's, you know, that's admirable. They beat the fucking uh, Milwaukee Bucks with Giannis. Granted, they didn't have Middleton. That's a different series then. But they still beat the Milwaukee Bucks with Giannis and Ted Takumbo. And then they beat Jimmy Butler in the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. And, Grant, like, this team has been to the playoffs a lot. Different teams here or there, but the core guys kind of stay the same. You got J- You got JT, you got... Um, Jalen Brown on the team still like they have kind of went through a lot of shit and they ended up making it. And I will say this, watching the end of it, seeing Al Horford's face, just kind of at the point where he's like, I finally fucking made it to the finals. Let's go. Good for Paul like,
0: Horford. No, it's true. You know what? Ha- dude, did
1: he did he do like a shit ton of steroids, or like did he inject himself with like horse tranquilizers or something? And now he's like a god. Like what? No, happened? he's
0: just consistent. He's just consistent. Takes good care of himself. I mean, he's that guy. You you wanted that for Chris Paul this year? I thought more so than anything because yeah. that's what has been kind of the narrative in the NBA over the past few years. So. To me, that was going to be the next steps as to what I wanted. But if Al Horford's the guy, I'm rooting for him. I want the Celtics to win this series. I feel as if, you know, of course, the Warriors have that experience that's homegrown and they drafted that team, basically. And it's, you know, now it's Clay, Steph and Draymond all back together again. And it's like the first that did it are about to do it again. So it's it's cool. All the storylines here are crazy. Yeah. But to me, what the coolest storyline is, is that like if we look back on the trade that the Celtics made with the Nets for Paul Pierce and KD and the original big three, basically, yep. this worked out. I mean, Danny Ainge is a fucking front office genius. Right? Oh, yeah. He is, like, legit. Yeah. I mean, these picks became Marcus Smart. These picks became um, Jason Tatum. So it, it,
1: you want to know beyond that? I mean, it's insane. Well, think about it this way too. This is, this is actually even a better trade in my humble opinion. The draft that they drafted Jason Tatum, they traded the number one overall pick for the number three pick to the 76ers for, can you name them? Who did the 76ers take that draft? Number one overall.
0: Oh, Fulton
1: Markel Fultz. They took Markel
0: Fultz. Not Fultz. Yeah, that's right. right. You got the yips.
1: Yep. And then who went to? Lonzo fucking ball. Insane. Jason Tatum goes three. They trade back. Get the number 14th overall, which is Romeo Langford. Neither here or there. It is what it is. They traded back to get the best player in that draft, which is so dope. (laughs) It's so dope to me. Like... I don't know how he figured that out. I think he just knew that the Sixers liked Fultz. Fultz got the yips. It is what it is. But that is cool to me. Um, I like to see J J. Oh Jesus! I like to see Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. That's impossible to say in order. I like to see them both. Basically, people saying they couldn't play together. Now they're both here. Just playing like bosses are in the fucking championship. They had a hug at the end where they were just like, they were saying we couldn't play together and all shit. I was hyped, man. Like, I mean, granted, I'm not a Celtics fan, I'm not really a Warriors fan either. Um, I think this is kind of like a boring matchup historically, just kind of like a b- bunch of teams that have won a bunch. Like the Celtics have won more than any other team. Like either way, it's not going to be historic from a franchise perspective, but like you said, and like I said, like the storylines are there. Like, Boston finally got over the hump. They've been like since the IT days, they were trying to get up there, you know, like they were so close so many times for them to kind of finally taste it. Like, I hope they seize the day and they don't just like, you know, they don't count this as their championship and then just get fucked up by the Warriors in the next round.
0: Yeah. I'm the same. Uh, thought process as you, but at the end of the day, I mean, what it must be like to be a Boston fan. If anybody's listening to this, I swear and if to God, Boston fan, you are the most spoiled Dude, group of fuck, fuck the city fans of Boston <laughs> I've ever seen in my fucking life. And yeah, kind of <sighs> fuck the city of Boston. Even though I love Tom Brady and I yeah. love the New England Patriots era of Tom Brady, and they were my AFC team. Just how I, dare you I, be so happy? Fuck I just, 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 just like. How do you just continue to go for this much winning over the matter of 40 years, basically, and just be like, totally like, oh, well, we want more. Fuck you. You want more. (laughs) Okay, I want more, too. You know, and I'm a Bulls fan. I'm a Bears fan. I'm a fucking White Sox fan. (laughs) And and to be honest, I just don't like you. Yeah. Like, I just don't want to hear that you're upset with your team, because if you want to know what upset looks like, just listen to the you fucking podcast sometimes.
1: The thing that I I'm like kind of like going back and forth on with this is I like a lot of the guys on the team. Boston, the Celtics overall, I'm kind of just like you've won two fucking many times like you should let like Sacramento win every now and then, but, you know, yeah, just let the but Kings then
0: be good once
1: exactly yeah but then the you know like jason tatum's kind of the man like i like him a lot like he seems oh, like tatum's, he's got good makeup tatum's
0: and... tatum's, tatum's a dude he's
1: did gone. you okay so he wore the kobe um armband during That's the dope, game seven the it was cool dope as i fun. did feel kind of weird about the whole text thing did you see that
0: no i can't say i saw he
1: so he texted he texted kobe's old number i forgot what he said exactly but he's kind of like i did it or i got this or i'm here or whatever and that's fine but like then he shared it on instagram which is kind of weird and i'm just like all right like what are you going for here (laughs) like you know like yeah you texted him and like whatever you can keep that as a log like he doesn't have a phone anymore obviously but it was just kind of like odd i like the wrist the the armband was was good the purple armband was cool off the green and all that but i don't know it's kind of just like all right keep moving send that text when you win the championship yeah i feel like that's more there's a personal shit to it though and i don't know it so i'm probably talking about my ass but kobe
0: kobe was a mentor to jason taylor to to trey young Mm -hmm. he was he was a mentor to these guys and that meant a lot to him and you know, that's kind of putting the cart before the horse. In my opinion, I agree to the fact that I understand that this is a big moment in your life, but as Kobe would say, and Kobe has been on the record of saying, um, jobs, not finished. Exactly. Jobs, not finished. So don't, don't post that type of shit. When it's just going to look bad if they don't win. Well, right. And, And that's the thing. It's like, Kobe was up 3-1 in a series and the reporter was like, You're not happy right now? Kobe, Kobe Job's goes on finished. record. What's there to be happy about? Job's not finished. Right. Job's finished? No. What's there to be happy about? There's nothing to be happy about. That's the fucking point. That's why Kobe won five. And I, I don't know. To me, I don't think it's on. I, hope I really win, hope they do, do, because I don't want Golden State to win this. I I'm I'm rooting for Boston right now because yeah. Golden State's been there, done it, seen it. Steve Kerr, great coach, Hall of Fame coach, uh, yeah. Hall of Fame ball player as well. So I mean, how many times do you get that? Is game? he a Hall
1: of Fame ball player?
0: Uh, if he was
1: really the, good, he was a uh, Hall of uh, really good. I think. Listen,
0: <laughs> listen, I I if if Steve Kerr isn't on that team. Okay,
1: I agree. No, I agree yeah, what you're saying. Championship,
0: but... we don't win that championship. Yeah. So you have to give props to MJ um, to the. Is fact Iguodala he was... a
1: Hall of Famer? No, Steve um, isn't either. I mean, <laughs> well, I, it'd be Steve, cool if he was. But, yeah.
0: I'm I'm talking overall. Um, now, if Iguodala goes on to coach, you know, three teams. Yeah, four, right. Well, He's already a holding of Famer. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that I get, but then again. Um, this is going to be a great series. I'm really looking forward to it. So kind of get into that, you know, yeah. right now, uh, Boston's coming in long series. Golden state has a five game series basically. Rest versus so. rust. Yeah. Yeah. So now what are we doing here? I mean, do you feel as if it's going to be one of those things where the Celtics don't have the legs to last, but I, well, I don't know. Or is it one of these things now where the three seed warriors are in it and, they're fresh. They're they're ready to rock.
1: Yeah. So Boston gets home court, if I'm correct, for the series. Um, the thing with this is that Golden State likes to play small. Um, that's known. I mean, Draymond started at center kind of a lot, like throughout the season at least. Um, both of these teams are pretty deep. That's a big thing. So, like, if you go position by position, I guess the Celtics are starting Marcus Smart at. at a point guard because they have to I wouldn't necessarily consider him a point guard but they are going to have him d up Steph Curry which I think is going to be big do I think he deserved the defensive player of the year this year no <laughs> I think it was bullshit honestly um but he's a good defender and like the thing and this is why I kind of think that Celtics were a better situation to play against the Warriors is the Celtics are a good defensive team and they can stop a high potent offensive team but they also have offensive players the Heat yeah, they have like really good defense, but their offense ran dry a lot. And we saw that in the last, the last series. Um, and then yeah, so small ball is going to be big. But the thing is, is that the Celtics kind of like to run this Al Horford, Grant Williams, Robert Williams thing. Daniel Tice isn't going to touch the ball much this this uh, series, but those three big guys against a team that's running fast might be kind of a difficult game. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum are, I would say, both plus defenders in my humble opinion. So I think it all might come down to, and I'm being completely honest, and I mean this in all entirety, it might come down to Andrew Wiggins. This might be the Andrew Wiggins series.
0: Yeah, no, I'm not. I, no, no, I'm
1: not. Playing He's the game luck. changer. Well, if you think think about it, like you got Steph Clay and Draymond, they're gonna get a lot of defense on them. You got Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. Who are you taking as the third guy there? Andrew Wiggins is probably going to be Ding up Jason Tatum for a lot of it. If Draymond's not doing it, if they go small, then Jason Tatum's probably going to play the four. Like, I don't know. He's gonna he, he's gonna score points. It's gonna happen. That happens all the time. Jason Tatum's is gonna score points. But like, is Andrew Wiggins going to come up relatively slow him down, and then is Andrew Wiggins also going to be able to score points for the Warriors when no one else can? That's going to be a big question because that middle that middle for Boston is kind of terrifying because Grant Williams can play the 3-2 if they need him to.
0: Here's, here's the timeline of this entire series. Whoever plays the best defense of this series wins this series, period. Yeah. Period. It's not going to come down to one person. It's not going to come down to one guy. Whoever plays the best defense of this series, whoever grinds, to be that team to say, I'm going to shut down your best guy. So if that's Steph or clay, well, that's going to be a hell of a job because, you know, here's the thing. You take away Tatum, you put Draymond on Tatum. Well, you're kind of taking him away now
1: because and you're going to force market smart to shoot the ball a lot. And I don't well, trust well, him. At well, all. see what offense. I'm saying. So
0: it's like, <laughs> yeah, that, to me, that's the play. It's not Andrew Wiggins being a guy. No, no, no. Put Draymond mm-hmm on Tatum and just say, okay, I'm going to let my best defender beat your best score every night.
1: What clay are you going to get though? That's the biggest question too, now, because like,
0: what clay are you going to get is right. Clay's
1: been back and forth. Like if he's not good, then you kind of get rid of a main offensive guy. I mean, Jordan pool has been big for them. We'll see how that goes in the future. I don't know how, where I mean, he'll probably start. He'll probably start a point guard and stuff will go to, or whatever it may be, whatever that situation is going to be. Um, But yeah, I just, I don't know. If Clay doesn't play well and Steph isn't just on fire, you're going to be leaning a lot on Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins. And this is a big stage. That's
0: not going to win you. That's not going to win you a championship. No way.
1: I agree. But also, the Celtics, on the other hand, are just not. You're not leaning on Peyton Pritchard either. So like, it's kind of, well, in a situation no, I know where,
0: I understand. Yeah. And, and everybody needs to step up, but I just don't necessarily feel as if that is going to be what ultimately wins you the series. I, yeah, certain guys are going to have to show up regardless of defense. So I don't think they're top Wiggins... defensive
1: teams. That's why it's going to be fun. I really, really honestly oh, yeah. hope that it's a low scoring series. That's kind of what I hope. Well, big defense games,
0: big defensive games. I feel as if Jason Tatum needs to play to his size and he needs to figure out certain ways to beat him. They got a scheme to beat
1: the Golden State Warriors. Now yeah. I mean, Golden State Warriors are seasoned to shit. Like that's a big thing yeah. to remember. They've been there, they've seen it, they've done it more than a couple times. We'll say though, Tatum does have two inches on Draymond Green. Granted, Draymond Green's a great defender. Well,
0: Draymond he is taller than no, I, that, that's fine but Draymond's a dog so yeah
1: you start a 6-6 guy at center though and you got Horford or Robert Williams and that's a whole different game
0: <laughs> well that's the thing I guess that's the one thing that if you look at this series the Celtics have a true I wouldn't call him a big man but a true center power forward where Golden State does not
1: yeah I mean yeah like because Al Horford's
0: like, going to be on your backup center or backup power forward while Draymond's going to have to go out and defend Jason Tatum.
1: Right. And then so, when Al Horford goes out, though, you still got, like, Grant Williams, like, maybe this is recency bias, but Grant Williams in that Buck series was lights out from three. Like, good from three. And if he can just come in there and play the power forward role and just shoot threes like that when Horford's on the bench and then Horford can come in and kind of... Like, the Warriors have problems with shot blockers. Like that's been a thing that's happened a lot this year. So if you bring in a Horford to get some shot blocks, like Robert Williams is a dog on defense. Honestly, he might be the best defender on the Celtics, which is hilarious because Marcus smart won the award this year, but like he might be able to give him some fits. So if that's it, like it, honestly, it's just going to be, can Boston capitalize on offensive situations? And can Marcus smart get rid of the goddamn ball? That's all it is. That's all I care about. I don't know. We got a lot. We got a lot to kind of, kind of go through. We got a
0: lot to chew on here. I mean, is it to say that maybe it's going to go down to Andrew Wiggins and Al Horford?
1: That's what I'm saying. I think those are like the X Factor guys because the big guys are going to get their points. All right. So this series, there's a lot here. You see the series going forward. I need your, how many games? Who wins this?
0: I'm taking the Celtics in seven.
1: Seven games.
0: I'm saying it goes the distance. Celtics in seven. They they played the Miami Heat to seven. I feel like they're a grinded out team. I feel as if they have the dogs to do it. They're young enough to do it. Celtics in seven. I've known you for prediction. 26
1: years, and there's no reason why I shouldn't trust you now. I have the exact, exact, exact same prediction. I think it's going. Let's seven. go, Reverend. Let's think, fucking go. <laughs> that's what it is. Bless I think the you. Celtics. I think it's Celtics Warriors. I do truly, truly think that there's a realize. I mean, this sounds ridiculous, but there's like a realistic situation where both of these teams could win. I don't see any situation, no matter what, going under six games. It's gonna be six or seven games, and I'm taking the Celtics
0: all day long. Yeah so we'll see. I mean, we'll have long.
1: we'll have what like two episodes during this, maybe one episode during the finals. So we'll, we'll kind of check too, in, we'll check in halfway too. through and be like, Hey, where are we at? Look, let's let's hear how how dumb we are, how smart we are, or whatever. How we'll, bad we'll do we about. suck?
0: How beautiful are we? I don't know. We're just gonna have, we're just
1: gonna hey, even up. if we're wrong, we're handsome, brother. <laughs> I
0: mean, even if we're it's so true, even if we're terribly wrong, we look good. <laughs> at least we're handsome. The mirror doesn't lie, but what we will say is that uh, what doesn't lie right now is uh, the White Sox record because they yeah. fucking suck. And For I'm sick of, to, to like, I, I hate to bring down the mood. Uh, no, it's fine.
1: Get, I mean, it is what it what? is.
0: You know what, Vince? Let's just get Comiskey Corner out of the way in the yep. wind something bright and fun. Sure. And then out of All
1: right, let me bring some positivity and then just shit on it right away. Um, Tim Anderson was, or is, I guess, kind of on like an – I might be the MVP track. Like he was on that. He yeah. was hitting dingers. He was hitting average. His OPS, fucking insane. I think it was something like 921 OPS, 431 on base percentage for the year. Guy is just good. He was he's the center of it all. Obviously, the whole Josh Donaldson scenario we talked about it last week. Um, but no, he's been on a fucking rampage, and then, you know, as White Sox fans are. He, we have to be, like, kind of saddest in the situation because he tears his groin or groin strain or whatever it may be, and he's out for three weeks. I would, we would both venture for more. Like, he's probably going to be out for a month. And it's just like, dude, like, they can't catch a break after Eloy, after all last year's injuries. Like, they just get injured. It's just what it is. I've never seen such bad luck.
0: Well, Vince. Makes me feel as if that, yeah, we got a 921 OPS average. We're hitting in the 300s. We're playing, finally, some consistent defense. Um, as
1: Sort of. of He's, I think he might still lead the league in there, but That's <laughs> fine. That's fine. We're, we're <laughs> yeah. getting better, at least right. we
0: think. Um, where he sucks in the field, he makes it up at the plate. But um, where we thought that we were getting somewhere, with Timmy and the whole Donaldson thing and all this good shit, um, yeah, this is a shit blow. on. You
1: just get shit on. This Why is do we blow. just keep getting shit on?
0: This is, well, <laughs> what's going
1: on? I mean,
0: when you when you look at it over the past, you know, six years or whatever it's been since this group has been together. So let's say three to four years, um, or let's just call it five. So over this, yeah, overall, five, yeah, when Mangata yeah, came up, right between Luis Robert. Yohan Mancada, Jose Abreu and Tim Anderson, collectively they've played a total of 10 games together. Um this That's is ridiculous. <laughs> terrible. Um and, and I don't know anymore. Yohan Mancada has a
1: striking OPS of 21. He's been playing like shit this year. He's been playing like shit. And like 21 and I don't know if you remember last year, too. Like he was coming back and he's like, I have COVID legs and all that shit. But it's kind of not like he. How about heated you up. Have, a bit
0: how about how about you suck at this stage of the game? You're you're done. Hey, Jake and, Berger
1: looked real good in the hot corner tonight. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I know we Jake talked a Berger, lot about Jake Berger like he's not throwing, a throwing shot it
0: shot Put every time he throws the fuck out
1: of here. Base. He had two diving plays today. It's pretty good. Well,
0: and they <laughs> lost. It's fine. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying that. This is something that is um, very troubling, and every analyst will say, "Oh, they're going to go on a run. They're going to go on a run. They're going to go on a run." When?
1: When? We're That's the thing. We're not in April anymore. anymore. We're out of We're out of May tomorrow, bud. Like by the time someone's listening to this, is June second or June first or whatever it is. It's ridiculous. We are
0: forty six games to this stage of the date into this, and we are twenty two now and twenty three. Hmm and I, I i don't
1: hey let don't me bring know. some positivity in here i did
0: not know vince like before we do that okay eloy in his that's what i was going to say God, all right
1: so i was going to say let me bring paid. some positivity into it eloy Jimenez began his rehab start in AAA a positivity oh eloy Jimenez got injured in his first triple rehab start negativity oh <laughs> we're fucked <laughs> That was the point All That's right. what I want to say when,
0: when do you When do you look at this And you're going to look at Yoan Mankata And you're going to look at Eloy Jimenez And you're going to say Hey Is it out of bounds To go Let's package These two To go and get Someone Let's go Go get a third baseman Worth of shit
1: someone. I know but No one's getting rid of A third baseman Worth of shit right now With Eloy and Yoan. The only guy that is kind of being like put out on the market right now is Juan Soto, who, yeah, fuck yeah, awesome. Go get him. But Go get him. a deal doesn't start until you put Luis Robert in there. No. And I'm no, not fucking doing I disagree.
0: that. I disagree.
1: Who do I you give for that? Yoan Makata. Okay, that's not going to do it.
0: Eloy Jimenez.
1: Still not going to do it.
0: <laughs> Michael Kopich. Done
1: oh fuck no but also i don't think that gets it done either though i'm not gonna lie really? Juan Soto's like the one of the best hitters if not the best hitter in the league right
0: now he's a great like, left fielder he'd be perfect in left field
1: amazing lefty great hitter is no i want him don't get me wrong i would take him in a heartbeat but, or
0: do you package that and send it to the twins for Gio or shella i don't know fuck that
1: no way why? That is too much for Gio Orshella. No He's way. He's one
0: of the best young third basemen in all baseball.
1: They got Gio Orshella for like it was Gary Sanchez and Gio Orsella for Josh Donaldson. Whatever. Like, come on. <laughs> like, if you're gonna trade I'm Josh just... Donaldson, they can give him like, I don't know, like freaking Josh Harrison, Josh Harrison, some peanuts for G.R. Show. <laughs> like, you know, know what I'm dude. saying? Like, it's just know. like,
0: you know, the bullshit. Larry needs on this team before the season started was a power hand lefty, left lefty. Yeah. Like, like, yep. go get that. Go, go get that guy who hits for power from the left hand of the plate. And his name is not Gavin Sheets. I was gonna say, we know at this time um, that
1: Gavin Sheets is not that guy.
0: I mean, he'll run into stuff every now and again and hit the ball. Four hundred. You can't bet feet. on that. It's fine. Though. You yeah. can't. I mean I could swing really, really hard and hit the ball pretty far, but I'm just saying that I just Yeah.
1: It's getting to a point where it's getting a little demoralizing. Like I feel like we we were talking about it before, we're like, well if this happens and this happens, we'll be good. Like the the only thing I can kind of shine on and it's not working out great now anymore is like the pitching staff because Cease and Kopak were pitching well, but like Cease had a pretty bad start last time. Giolito had a okay start tonight but they still lost like it was just a lot of like 100 cook went kirk went yard on him. like that was and that kind of ruined the game for him. i mean and great okay i want to say this actually danny mendick what the fuck are you doing (laughs) that happened tonight danny mendick tagging up from first when a run is supposed to score sack fly to tie the game instead of staying at first base he tagged up to try to go to second gets tagged out before the run actually crosses the plate Sox lose by one run. That would have tied the game. Danny Mendick, a call up from Triple A after they DFA'd. Oh, by the way, they DFA'd Keiko and then unconditional release, so anybody can pick him up now. So that's good.
0: Oh, good luck to him. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. God bless you, but Danny ass. Mendick, anyways. Danny Mendick. Danny, Danny Mendick is Fuck five me. foot one. Yeah. Danny, I don't Mendick even care about that. As, you could, not you, could even be, you could be you could be four two as long Beyonce. as you hit the ball. Yeah, exactly. It's like so it's a joke. So listen, here's here's where I'm going to put this. If we look at where we are now, okay, to when TLR became our manager, um, that was the
1: beginning of the demise, by the way.
0: Yep. And since TLR, and when I say TLR, I mean Tony LaRusa, the La alcoholic Dulles. himself. Um, <laughs> he has put up a record managing this amazing team, uh, because I say amazing because the talent pool is that, and he's yet to build it, Um, of 63 and 61. Now, if we're going to conclude that with tonight's loss. So, um, you are basically 500, and with this much talent, you should not be 500. And that's that's including since day one to now at this stage of the game. I'm questioning whether or not Ricky Renteria was a better option. He was at this point. Well, at this stage, he didn't make him any fucking worse. No, he didn't. He wouldn't have made him worse. Maybe maybe his shitty decision making. I mean, fuck, he got into the playoffs in 2020. I don't know what that's meant. Yeah, whatever. I'm just saying that this is something now that really gives sign for pause, and Jerry Reinsdorf should just leave the decisions I'm to the professionals because I'm so sick of him. I'm done. I'm so like, fucking dude, done.
1: Listen, I was Linda. Linda, listen. Linda uh I Linda. was <clears throat> I was three Hello. years old when the Bulls won their last championship. So I don't remember that. I was seven. I was ten years old when the White Sox won the championship. That was very. That was probably was the shining light of my childhood. I cried. I was Jerry like Reinsdorf that. hasn't done fucking shit for me. Like people Not, are like, oh, well, Jerry Reinsdorf I mean, Vince, brought the Bulls up. Like Jerry Reinsdorf, like those ninety Sox would have won if it wasn't for the lockout. Jerry Reinsdorf yeah, hasn't done would've. shit they, for me. They would've.
0: They would've.
1: In my lifetime, Jerry Reinsdorf has done basically one thing but it's more kenny williams and he still i don't trust him to make any fucking decisions either
0: well, kenny but, anymore is uh yeah not a guy
1: he's just a kind of a face I but don't... jerry reinsdorf has not done shit for me or anybody within like my age group he hasn't done anything and he was the reason that tony LaRusso was hired i'm not gonna put that on rick Hahn. that was no i'm not all no, jerry reinsdorf. And
0: I met Rick Khan, nicest guy you'd ever want to meet in your life, honestly. Yeah, but still, nice, if he's fucking up nice too. Get rid of him. <laughs> it's not, it's not this is not what this is. Follow yeah. the Graham. Follow the Graham if you don't already. You will Please. see a picture of Chicago oh. Mike and Rick Han. Yes. I mean, you will see it if you it do it. I love beautiful you. Beautiful night. You will. You will see a beautiful night. still no, Goodyear, Arizona, and I saw the Reds, and they still send me emails all the time. I'm like, suck, <laughs> you suck, worse than.
1: It's like no one wants to see your bullshit ass games. The only person no I'm going to the Reds it. for is Tommy Fam. <laughs> We're done. We're done here. <laughs> I'm just looking for a bitch slap. That's all I care about.
0: <laughs> all right, Vince. I can't keep talking about this. I'm getting sad now. I'm getting sad. It's so fun. let's go into the it way too things. early uh, all-star picks of 2022. Yeah. Yes. All right. Let's start with first base.
1: Listen, I. Well, my
0: bad. No, no, no. Let's start. Let's start with catchers. We're gonna start yeah, with catchers. Yeah. Why not?
1: Okay. Um. So first thing is, we're not gonna say Osmani Grandal because he's played like ass.
0: No, oh, yeah, no, but just ask MLB the show. He's a
1: ninety-four. That's crazy. It's still crazy to this day. If yeah. you actually play like one more season, he goes up to a ninety-seven. Somehow, he's still getting better in that game. <laughs> he's an anomaly. Um, but we do have a MLB sibling that might be the best catcher in the National League this year. Who's and that? That's the that's the brother of Wilson Contreras. His name is William Contreras.
0: Wow. What's up? They man? have
1: it's a catcher farm. I think Wilson Contreras is technically like a shortstop until he or maybe is, a pitcher
0: is. Is OK, is Willie and Willie like the next like Molina brothers? Are they are they becoming like the next Molina brothers? <laughs> They're like, fucking good. There are third Contreras brother out there named Billy or some shit. I don't
1: <laughs> <know>. <laughs> Willie, Billy and, and <laughs> <We got>
0: Wilson, <laughs> William and then another W named Wilfred.
1: Will Wilfred Wilf- Wilf-
0: <laughs> Contreras is he out there I might mean, be I don't know I don't um, know but
1: I will say that William Contreras at this point has a 1.022 OPS and five homers from the catcher a position thousand OPS good That's framing I mean it's insane for a catcher offensive catcher insane um I you know it's it's good it's like the Braves are having not the best season in the world but it's good to see that from behind the catcher's position um yeah, I don't know. I think it's just cool. He's, he's playing really fucking well. So shout out to the guy. I mean, if he has a cannon like his brother, then he'll be around for a long time. So
0: oh, he's just a baby. Oh, 97. Okay. Young yeah, man.
1: Just, yeah, he's two years younger baby. than me. I thought just I was a young. Baby.
0: Just a little baby. Bro, I mean, just a baby. I mean, listen, that's awesome to see. The Braves last season came on hot in August and won a World Series. So you hope that
1: it's the only faith I have in the White Sox. <laughs>
0: Yeah, me too. Sorry, I didn't want to bring it back up, but (laughs) to bring it up again, Dick. Anyways, um, or should I say, Mendick? Anyway, um, you know, I just, I think it's great to see the brother thing. You know, Christian Vasquez is also leading the AL. He's been dogging, yeah. Well, he's always he's a a walk machine, even when he was on the Indians. My bad, the Guardians. Um. (laughs) Which is the lamest name ever? Um, Yeah, agreed. Talk about just a baby. I mean, he's older than uh, he's older than me, but he's five foot nine. He's just a little guy.
1: Yeah, cute little. Yeah, adorbs, adorbs.
0: (laughs) So I mean, you know, right now leading leading the catchers and in both uh, both both leagues. I mean, you know, who's to say that they don't make it? Chances are they make it. But for you know William or Billy Boy. Um, how cool is it to be the younger bro and to say, hey, I got you?
1: Yeah, no, it's I, cool. I got, you. I got Because you they're year in year the right. same league, too, which is funny.
0: Oh, yeah. So he's playing I mean, better Cubs, than I'm overall. The Cubs are trash right now. So, yeah, I mean, yeah and the White Sox went that. to fucking 14
1: innings with them. Um, but that yeah. being said, first base, and this is like the, the thing I wanted to say Um, being an AL fan overall and then also not not watching the diamondbacks ever and like not really caring about the cardinals overall. I understand like the greatness of who Paul Goldschmidt is. Beast. But this year this year has been a real nice reminder for me cuz that Great guy game. is he dude, he's on a path to be an MVP this year. Like right now, he's sitting at 9 homers, 30 RBIs in 46 games. So, you know, triple that basically and plus some he's going to be a 100 plus rbi guy 1.3 ops are you fucking kidding me the guy like basically if he doesn't walk he hits home run at this point it's ridiculous (laughs) dude just crushing the baseball yeah absolutely
0: crushing the baseball i mean he was the guy he's the reason they gave up a a fair amount to get him
1: so and it was worth you know like it
0: paul goldschmidt's looking like he's worth it and, you know, I, I don't know what I feel about this AL pick of Josh Naylor.
1: No, but, because we uh, hate him.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm just not an Indians fan. No,
1: you're Josh not a Guardians Naylor. fan, Mike. <laughs> no, they're always going
0: to be the Indians.
1: <laughs> to me, they're the, always I mean,
0: going to be the Indians. Mean, just, and just always, Josh Naylor is, is uh, you know, uh, he's a pest, just, just a bag of dicks. He's a past opinion, um, you know, ruining my uh, my my Indian series uh, yeah. pretty, pretty whole handedly. I mean, he hit eight RBI's in one fucking game. So, yeah. you know, you can't hate on that too much. Uh, but good for good for Josh Naylor. Onward and upward. Let's uh, let's move to uh, second basements.
1: Yep. You Marte dog. Absolute dog. Only guy. Honestly, actually, the Diamondbacks aren't having a horrible season. Um, No, they're not. There's a couple. There's a couple really good guys on that team. They're not gonna. They're not gonna last. Obviously, Gattel Marte signed a extension this year or a new contract, whatever it may be, to stay with the Diamondbacks. So, like, shout out to him. Go for them. Um, He's having a great season. Honestly, Gattel Marte is kind of the shit. Um, I think he would be super useful on a team that doesn't get a lot of um, on base. I mean he's almost he's at a .942 OPS right now. Um but he walks a lot and he'll get your singles and all that shit. His on-base percentage is over 4. That's what you love to see. I don't want to talk about Jose Altuve. Can we just skip him? So,
0: no, so you're saying like Ketel Marte would be great on the White Sox right? Yeah.
1: Now. Yeah, oh, okay. at second oh, base? Oh. Fuck yeah. Holy oh, yeah, let's yeah. Go. Let's <laughs> Or even center field, fuck it. Just put Luis in the last go. and call it a day. I'm I don't in, even give I'm a in. shit.
0: <laughs> and the and the evil guard gnome we will not speak of because yeah. I'm I'm not gonna speak of him because. El
1: he... the fucking
0: worst. Hate him. Fuck El Tuve.
1: I dude, I scream that so much in the on game three of the uh first round playoffs last year on the blackout game that i lost my voice real bad but they yeah. won that game, so
0: oh to... yeah you were at the game they won how was that the you game, were at that the game they it lost. all wrapped up yeah
1: hmm. okay. all right. hmm. interesting mike
0: oh it's my fault looks fault like i
1: you. should be going <laughs> to more games so you should be going to less <laughs> we got to go together and they're gonna tie for 25 fucking innings let's go
0: and <laughs> i'll be there for three days <laughs> like we've been here right
1: it's like hey we're still drunk <laughs>
0: You know, for shortstop, I'm I'm not like too out of bounds here. Uh, NL Dansby Swanson. Yeah. Which is totally understood. Uh yep. crushing it right now with a nine oh two OPS. Yeah. Um and a three seventy four on base percentage. Fantastic.
1: Yep. And then our guy. Best player Arcane, dude, best Arcane. shortstop in the league. Swear Arcane. to God. Doesn't Can matter what anybody says.
0: Crushing life with a nine twenty one OPS and a four thirty one on base percentage. Just Crushing life, hitting in the three hundreds right now. Um, Defensive liability at times, but makes up for it at plate. So,
1: I like um, to think that I am relatively unbiased. Like I like to think, like I'll look at it straight up. But if you look at the stats, if you look at just like the fucking person in general and how fun they are for baseball and all that shit, the way he hits, the way he's just immediately in attack zone, and he still has a a four three one OBP. Like Tim Anderson is. Easily the best shortstop in the league right now, the way he's playing. Granted, his groin's all fucked up, so now we got to deal with that. But he never walked. He was a free swinger. Now he's the best leadoff man in the fucking league. So don't talk to me.
0: It's going to be more like six weeks, but okay, let's continue. We'll see. They said three, Um, so double it. (laughs) Yeah, double it. Um, Third base, Manny Machado, no surprise. Last week, we talked about him. He's a dog. Crushing Yeah. Like Raphael Dover's just the bait of my existence. I mean, he
1: guy. dude, he's a guy that just puts the bat on the ball. Like granted he gets home runs and like, he's going to have probably like what, 20 plus, maybe 30 plus this year, but he puts the bat on the ball and he kind of has the ability to just put them where they ain't. And that's a innate skill that you can't teach. You know, that he kind of just like hits the ball. It's like down the line in the gap, in the gap, in the gap. Right field, just like, you know, nice little touch, boom, right over the fence. Like, he has the ability to just put the ball where they ain't, and that's huge.
0: Well, to kind of lead into that and putting the ball where they ain't, um, can we just talk about Mookie Betts right now? Yeah.
1: For fuck's wow. sake.
0: Wow. I mean, just the man is on fire this month. Yeah. I, 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 I've not seen anything quite like it. I mean, Mookie Betts may have been the best trade, to the Dodgers, yeah, ever. and
1: the worst trade for Boston. Uh, I will say Alex Verdugo is kind of a, a boss. I like that guy. He's not Mookie Betts, and the fact that he was put into a situation where he kind of needed to be, that guy was difficult. I know they they traded. Uh, I think Jeter Downs there too. Um, so obviously it wasn't just him, but Verdugo was given a bad <laughs> bad luck of the draw there. Mookie Betts, on the other hand, the beginning of the season he was not playing that well. And the Dodgers still winning because of the Dodgers. And a lot of their like trademark names weren't playing that well. And then May kind of hit. And then Mookie Betts was like, all right, move the fuck over. You're gonna remember who the fuck Mookie Betts is. And he did that. And it was just it was so apparent. It's like every time he picks up the bat, I think he's at least gonna have a double. Like it's just unbelievable for me.
0: He's hit seven home runs in the month of May. Yeah. Fun fact: What a dog. Seven home runs in the month of May. Yeah, he's got and eleven. He
1: he's got eleven for the season. So, like, he hit the majority of his home runs in this month.
0: I, I just don't. Uh, I don't understand what you do to deserve this type of greatness. Um, yep, I don't. And Acuna is is back and better than ever. I mean, he, he's doing what he does.
1: Really quick, let me give some love to Mike Ustremski. Really quick. I remember He's
0: fucking <laughs> call you is is his father. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Is it his yeah.
1: dad or his uncle or whatever it is. But um, no, but I remember last year, and I think two years ago too, a little bit, he was kind of heating. And people were like, where'd he come from? Um, he didn't have like a couple good years there. People were like, oh, maybe he might not be anything, whatever it may be. Shout out to him. Keep it going, boy. Just keep doing it. Fuck yeah, Mike Stramski. Like, just keep it going, man. I, I really like watching him play. He's just like a gritty guy. He does this shit. He gets on base. That's all you want. So I love to see it. Oh, AL absolutely. on the other hand, Mike, you got the you got the the, the house names. Honestly,
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, primarily Aaron Judge and Mike. He Trump,
1: might I mean. be the AL MVP this year, and Ooh. by might, he's the front runner right now.
0: Who Aaron Judge?
1: He only hits the ball all the time.
0: Yeah, he just hits it a lot.
1: It's such a pain a really in the ass. I hate car, that he's a Yankee. He's like I hate that he's a Yankee. Tall. He's yeah, the
0: tallest baseball player of all time. He's such and a he ball. You throw it at his head, and you might throw a strike. I, I mean, at this stage of the game, I don't know what you do.
1: And somehow um, he just launches them fucking five hundred feet all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah, like Oppo, too. Like, yeah, like no big deal. Like no biggie. Um, yeah, no, it's 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 definitely gonna go down to be one of those scenarios. Um, yeah, no, I just I just wish the White Sox could have someone. Half nope. of this talent. It's not um, that nice.
1: It's not that nice on this end.
0: And I, I want to give a big shout out right now if we're going DHs because, you know, DHs are a huge part of the game now, now that the National League has it. And not only that, the has always, always had it. But J.D. Martinez, I mean, is he one of just the best hitters of this generation? Because he I, is.
1: I would believe that. His bat on ball skills are stupid. Like he... Um, he could just
0: always put the ball in play.
1: Yeah, he... So during the COVID year, I remember there was like the whole, everybody got rid of like the iPad thing. You couldn't watch actual tapes. They were worried about the whole Astros cheating. That's why l 2 is a little bitch ass. Um, but they got rid of like the whole using the iPad. I know bias had a problem with it. And then JD Martinez also did. And he had a abysmal year that year. Like they had 60 games. He did not play well. Um, and then last year he was kind of just like, hey guys, I'm still, I'm still the guy that I was before. This is still what it is. Like, I'm happy that he's hitting again. Um, I'm not happy that it's an AL team, but granted, the entire AL East is just eating each other alive. So I can't get that bad. Um, But JD Martinez is the man. And like watching him play, it's just like he knows how to put the ball where no one else is. It's what it is. And like I said that already for one guy, it's the same kind of deal for him. Like he's just really talented at what he does, and he's like a consummate professional for. I mean, even when he was on the Tigers, it was ridiculous. So it's been at least, like, what, 10 years of him just doing this? Oh, he's a beast. He's a beast.
0: Uh, primarily with the Red Sox, he came into his own. Um, he
1: was still and, just fucking good on the I down the, the tigers. The tigers. It was wild.
0: He, and he had her lunch on the tigers too, but I'm just saying primarily with Boston, he has been a guy, won a World Series, done all these things.
1: Yep. So and then um, Bryce Harper's gonna Bryce Harper.
0: <laughs> and Bryce Harper just does Bryce Harper things, has been yep. a stud since he's been 16 years old. Hey, so. can
1: I give a shout out real quick to a video I sent you yesterday?
0: Oh yeah, go ahead.
1: Miami Marlins player Jesus Sanchez Holy hit shit. An absolute fucking
0: tank yesterday.
1: <laughs> he hit a 496-foot home run into the third deck yesterday. It was one of the craziest things Where I've seen. Where did he I mean, hit it, though, Vince?
0: Where did he hit it?
1: Wait, what, Stadium? Yeah I mean it's it's out in every stadium so I honestly don't know no, I know it's out um, in every stadium
0: but the ball carries far different in Colorado Oh
1: he was know. in Colorado that's true but still I mean you're shit I'm not even to fucking You Yeah that
0: I'm
1: that's true it went up to that the like over by where the bars were at and stuff all the way up top so I and Can you from my experience just chilling
0: having a drink you are like no way a home run's going to get Well hit no up there, dude like, so
1: Holy shit. so like what was it 2 weeks ago or something uh maybe no it was like a month ago Jeez, um a month ago i was there and i was up I was there, there and was i awesome? if i'm being i honestly wasn't paying as much attention like as i should have when i was up there because at that point you're thinking no one's gonna hit a ball up here i would have got housed <laughs> if he hit that ball when i was there so i can't imagine if anybody was paying attention up there but that thing was an absolute moonshot it's just I, I, maybe I'm just like a baseball romantic, or whatever it may be. But seeing a guy just absolutely rip it is one of the most beautiful things in the world. The sound of the bat doing that is just like chef's kiss beauty.
0: Oh, the sound off the bat, you know automatically if it's gone pretty much. Yeah, you know a piss missile when you hear one. Facts. I, I mean, that's that's what it's about. So I would agree that that was one of the cooler moments I've seen, um, and I think that. He's on his way to being a great young talent for yeah. that Marlins team, and Derek There's Jeter. There's a lot of good talent know, coming. Shout up. out to DJ. He did a great job building that team, he
1: and then left. Hey, today on what is it? Tuesday on Tuesday, Derek Jeter made a Twitter. I give him two months until he deactivates his to see how much people are assholes on Twitter because Twitter's hilarious, but it's not. A, it's not good for a rich, handsome man like Derek Jeter. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> uh,
0: I think it's. <laughs> He's DJ. He'll be just fine.
1: No, yeah. That's why I think he's just going to delete him and be like, this is not worth my time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would just be on a beach somewhere. I'm not going to lie.
1: Right, exactly. Definitely Starts not
0: going to lie. Well, I mean, listen, we could get into the pitchers, but who cares?
1: Nah, there's so nah. many pitchers.
0: Too many pitchers. Pitch well. it could all change. Yep. Cy Young, it could be Chris Sale as far as we know. It could be, 20, this year. <laughs> it could be 2012 again. Who knows? Yeah. But Vince... We are back for episode 23, not 22.
1: It's 23? Just so people
0: it's, know. It's 23. I'm just saying, we got Sorry into a lot that. this episode. A lot of great content coming everybody's way between Norman Nate, another episode. We are recording until dang near 11 p.m. Guys,
1: just 19. know, we started this shit at like 7.15 it's 11 o'clock. It's not for the here.
0: love of nothing. Just saying. We love it's what the love we do. Of you. We love and you guys. We, we love you guys. And thank you so much for all the downloads and all the support over this time. And we will be back next week as always.
1: Hey, uh, remember to uh, like, comment, rate, five stars, if you would. Um, all five those stars. Instagram. Hey, uh also, Instagram. if you're on Spotify or if you're on Apple Music, there's like a little link over there that just kind of tells you what our ads are on Instagram and Twitter. So if you want yeah, to just a
0: thing. if you want to tickle
1: up and see how Mike and I post on the socials, you let me know. I just want to make sure that there's a thing.
0: There's that. a thing. If you go on the link in our bio on our Instagram, there is also a link tree that shows all of those links also. Tech um, boys. So, Oh, yeah. Uh, Vince, we would be remiss if we didn't discuss the fact that we're on Apple Music now.
1: Yeah, so actually, this was a realization. So we all know um, the old co-host that was No, me. No, no, we're not rest, even bringing up. Rest in I mean, peace. Not, I'm just saying rest right, in peace. Right, but okay. uh, yeah, so now at this point, we're on Apple. I think we've honestly been on Apple this whole time. So now that we're still on it, listen to us on Apple. And honestly, if you are right now, thank you. Let's get some Apple streams up there. Why not? I Let's bet. just make it the more the merrier, young men. All of our fans. Let's go, guys.
0: Young, old, bet, right? Bet. Because that's what you're saying.
1: <laughs> facts, these days. facts. That ass. Low, low key, low key, just bet.
0: Low key, <laughs> bet. We'll be back next week. Thanks, guys. Right.
1: Peace.